Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Amanda Duberman. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your three funniest friends, which is us. (laughs) Today we're talking about... Debate Hour 1. Debate Hour 2. And Debate Hour 3. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Okay. Who's <sighs> <I was> tired? <laughs> oh, my God. So tired. A little tired. Last night's felt longer it felt I laborious mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i i guess we were gonna kick it off with our general impressions yeah. anyway i think last time I, we said the same thing i was like it was long it's always yeah long. it is they are long they are way they are long so it's for this one i actually felt like it was speedier because i was honestly like three hours i got home and i was like it's three hours i gotta get ready it's three hours i had to mm-hmm. i bought stuff i made myself a sunday <laughs> oh that's nice it was cute but it felt that's long. beautiful yeah. i made a risotto Ooh. And I ate that. Yeah. That's yeah. honestly it's kind of fun about these <laughs> nights because I really treat myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, well, well, it's a spa shows. night. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. Like, I deserve this. I deserve this. Uh, I thought, I do feel like maybe for me, the reason why it felt longer is because now we've done three debates with this yes. many, or four debates with this many people. This one had actually more people. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, it's the same thing. It feels it's getting, like over and over again. It's repetitive. Yeah. There's like, and I'm just getting more frustrated at the people who shouldn't be there. Yes. Yeah. Like now I'm like, well, now I really don't like you. Right. As opposed to like being like, oh, they give a good fight. Good, go, good luck with the rest of your career. I'm like, okay, please just get off the fucking stage. Totally. I mean, even yeah. as we were sort of preparing for this and we were like going candidate by candidate, you know, it's like once you get to like Beto O'Rourke, I'm like, well, I didn't learn anything new about Beto O'Rourke last night. I, yeah, I mean, the format at this point, it's tough to learn anything new about anyone or to really get into the details of a lot of things because it's like, it's the same healthcare debate every time. Every time. It's, and then like, we have to get all 12 of their opinions on everything or they're all jumping in. And it's like, we really aren't able to go deep with anybody because we're not losing anyone on stage. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a debate when like an hour goes by before I see Kamala Harris again. Or yeah, exactly. And it's like she's done well enough to get more time. And, you know, like we talked about this on the last episode. But at first I was like, yeah, let anybody in who wants to be in. But we're four debates in now. And if you're not above like one percent and you've been in this thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Come on. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did feel like there was differences, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there were. There, there were parts that felt more debatey to me. Like it felt yeah. like the moderators yeah. were really letting people respond and go back and forth. There were certain people like specifically like Amy Klobuchar comes to mind. Yes. Who like I was like, oh, wow, she really like brought her presence. Like I made her presence known as opposed to like the previous ones where mm-hmm. I did not even fucking pay attention to her that much. Right. Yeah. Um, this one felt like gloves off a little bit. Not yeah. that it was like down and dirty in any way, but it did feel like it was like. They have progressively gotten dirtier. Yes. And there were people, I mean, we'll talk more about Liz, obviously, but I felt like people's attacks on Elizabeth Warren were really like thought out and rehearsed. And like they came in with like lines. Yeah. Yeah. So like Klobuchar being like, 
is it a plan or a pipe dream? Right. All this stuff. It's like these people came to play against right. Elizabeth Warren in a way that even when Joe Biden was the front runner, obviously Kamala had that one attack that like hit him right. really hard. But I felt like the seriousness and like the precision with which people like took these yeah. Liz attacks was interesting. To I'm me. surprised that there were more attacks on Joe Biden. To be to be honest, I have such a problem with abbreviations now from working at this job. I just abbreviate <laughs> everything. Yeah. TBH, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, especially on, you know, he, he, his son is the, basically the, he's like, they're all caught in this fray of the impeachment inquiry. Yeah. And he was asked about this. He was asked like, and then he's like, my, my son did nothing wrong. He's yeah. an adult, blah, 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 blah. I'll let his statement speak for himself. But then he was also asked about how, like, if he was president, would his son be allowed to serve on a foreign yeah. board? And he said no. So it's like, why was it okay then? Like, right. why? No, he never I'm, answered that. I'm surprised more people didn't come for him on that. On I that. feel yeah. like I think a lot of the candidates on that are making this calculation that they don't want to be seen as giving credence to Donald Trump's, yeah. like, attacks. Yeah. And so they, even though, like, Maybe, like even though I do feel like there's a valid question of like how are like is it okay for this for them to do this personally I think Joe Biden was doing something that a lot of politicians do yeah. and he's Everyone wheeling does it. I know he's like wheeling and dealing in these high levels of rich people and like yeah it is corrupt and there's a lot of nepotism and maybe we should have a conversation about mm -hmm. that yeah. you know and I think even if people don't even if the candidates don't want to go after him to present sort of a united front against Trump I do think it's it's relevant to the primary because if if the if the nominee is Joe Biden, this is all Trump is going to be yeah. talking about mm -hmm. for the next year, and that that honestly makes me like nauseous to think about. It's just a year of them picking on each other for like nepotism, and I think it's you you can you can mention that and bring that up and be like, is this the fight we want to have for a year? Because that's where we're going to get with Joe Biden, or do we want to actually focus on the issues? Mm -hmm. Or every time Joe Biden has a good idea. Trump and unfortunately it is effective for a portion of his voters when Trump just goes in and is like but Hunter Biden and all this conspiracy yeah. stuff like I hate to say because it's all it's all empty and it's all it's all lies but that's not going to stop him from yeah. from saying it and that's going to characterize the next year and I thought that was maybe mm -hmm. worth talking about yeah like I do think there's a valid question to ask Joe Biden about like what are you like how do you yeah. plan to what combat this what are you gonna do about yeah. this you know right. and it was interesting. I, I feel like when Anderson Cooper initially asked about it, he kind of did this weird thing where he was like, all of these things are unfounded yeah. in, the, in the beginning of the question, but also... Please address. Also, you did a bad thing. And yeah. I was like, this question was phrased in a very strange way. Right. I think there's a way to be like... Donald Trump has launched this attack against you, which you know to be unfounded. It's been unfounded. It's been proven unfounded. But we also know that he is very deft at wielding unfounded claims against people. Like, what is your, how are you going to deal with that? Yeah. And that's an interesting yeah. question. I've I also think. read a little bit about, and I just find this interesting about, it's also just like, it's very sensitive to talk about your kid anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that family, especially those two, Hunter Biden and his father, have been th have been through some of the worst experiences in life you can be through and they're yeah. incredibly close and he I've read, you know, sources say he's just he's so so sensitive about about Hunter and yeah. and, and I, I think you could see that with him just saying like my son said what he said like he really didn't want to I think I heard it factored into like him deciding whether to even endorse an impeachment inquiry because it's like it's just going to make the, his life harder yeah like he knows that he's basically now his family is like in right. this yeah. because mm -hmm. of the type of person he's running against but again I think all the candidates need to be prepared for some yeah. kind of random ass thing, conspiracy right. theory yeah. thing from their past to come up that is really uncomfortable and is totally like 
in the mud. Like, of course, Donald Trump has no qualms about going after a family that's like, right. served, like almost died in a car crash and like almost mm-hmm. like yeah. it, like they and just lost another mm-hmm. set. Gold like, they star don't family. Yeah. They like, don't they, care. They, yeah. yeah, they don't care. He doesn't care. So, right. I mean, yeah, anybody, anybody who's trying to win this thing is going to have to deal with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you guys want to talk about the minutes spoken? Yeah. Before we get yeah. into more. The attacks on Warren are definitely reflected here because I guess by atta- going after her, she was entitled to response. And so she had the most with 23 minutes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I think shows a big shift in how the other candidates mm-hmm. view this race and yeah, who totally. they think is the front runner. I, I wonder if they have some sort of internal polling too that we mm-hmm. all of us don't have access to. Yeah. Or, and, or even just seeing her rise like, holy shit. In the past like month and a half, she was tied for second, third yeah. with Bernie Sanders. And then yeah. just like really like I know. And now there are lots of polls where she's number one. And mm-hmm. I think I I think the fact like going back to like how precise their attacks were and how like clearly well thought out they were, I think that they are more worried about Liz as the front runner than they ever were about Biden. Like I think they all kind of saw what a lot of us saw, which is that like, well, he has huge name recognition. He's kind of the most famous person on the stage who like time could take him down. But it seems like they were like, we need to get a hit in on Mm -hmm. Liz. And it's a fundamentally different attack than going after Biden, who's pretty moderate. And they just completely changed their strategy and really went after. It was definitely like I've seen, you know, every headline today is like it was definitely a moderates versus progressives type thing. Yes. Um, and yeah. you can see that because so the th- person with the third most speaking time was Amy Klobuchar. She mm-hmm. she really was on the attack with she kept calling her Elizabeth. Yes. yes. I was just going to call her Elizabeth. And then I remembered we wanted to talk about that. Yes. Um, I thought it was weird. And it's funny because like. I've noticed the other candidates addressing each other by their first name and not okay. had it weird me out as much. Mm-hmm. But okay. there was something behind the way she just kept being like, Elizabeth. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> the first time, I feel like candidates did somebody's because a lot of them are friends yeah. and longtime colleagues. The first time she did it, I was like, oh, it's just a slip that she didn't call her Senator Warren. Yeah. And then she kept doing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she also referred to Pete Buttigieg as Mayor Pete. Yes. Which I thought was like, okay, does she have a condescending like game here? Which I just do not understand what the strategy yeah. is. It doesn't hurt them. It just makes me like annoyed with her. As someone who has a, a history of treating people unkindly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's um, how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was so, like waiting for Klobuchar to pull out her salad and start eating it with a fork yeah, just to like show us who's boss. She, she was going to throw a comb at someone yeah. or whatever, a phone. We saw when Liz like said something, she had a line that was like uh, something about small ideas in response to yeah. a, something that Amy said. She It was like one of Liz's lines. She was like, why? I'm here for big ideas and like trying. I think we actually, think we actually have that clip. Oh, we want to play it real quick. Wow. Play that clip real quick. Sorry, I just hit a smarty. <laughs> I want to give a reality check here to Elizabeth because no one on this stage wants to protect billionaires. Not even the billionaire wants to protect billionaires. Uh, We just have different approaches. Your idea is not the only idea. Understand, taxing income is not going to get you where you need to be the way taxing wealth does. That the rich are not like you and me. The really, really billionaires are making their money off their accumulated wealth and it just keeps growing. We need a wealth tax in order to make investments in the next generation. Look, I understand that this is hard, but I think as Democrats, we are going to succeed when we dream big and fight hard, not when we dream small and quit before we get started. I would like to respond to that. 
Senator Klobuchar, respond, you know, please. I, I think simply because you have different ideas doesn't mean you're fighting for regular people. I remember like her face when she was like, I would like to respond to that. I saw yeah. the flash of like uh-huh. comb Amy. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's her. Mm-hmm. It's her. She's about to pop an intern's head off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, she also like, I mean, I would be nervous. I'm, yeah. I'm a person who's always nervous. Yes. She yes. sounded especially nervous. And it's like knowing, having heard about her leadership style, mm-hmm. I just worried. I was really thinking about everyone that works for her. I was like, she seems like she's been stressed. Yeah. And maybe not at her best. She got yes. Girls tell she did. She thought she did well, bec- Amy Klobuchar, because after the debate, she like went every single time. Oh, I saw yeah, that. She was I right. That. She was Good like, for her. Yeah. She did do really well. She yeah. did what she needed to do. I yeah. Mean, she, I think it was her best debate absolutely. for sure. I mean, she got more time. Like, like she came in third in speaking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She like, I remember her moments yeah, totally. from the debate. Like we got a lot of we got a lot of Klobuchar time. You've heard it before, but I'm going to tell you again. Knowledge is power, and the more you know, the better decisions you can make for your body, for your health, and for your future. Because you, your body and health basically determine your future. And there aren't many decisions bigger than having a child. But for many women, their fertility can be a big question mark. You might have thought about the next step in your career or your relationship, but what about planning for a baby? These things don't always line up at the same time. Women are having children in later in life, but biology hasn't changed, so we need to have tools to understand the future of our fertility. So if you want more information about your ability to get pregnant, you should be using Modern Fertility. It's It's a quick and easy hormone test that you can take at home. At home, you don't have to go to the doctor. Whether you're trying for a baby now or want to know your options in the future, it sounds intense to really start looking into your fertility now. I say now, I'm 30. <laughs> but it's something that I would be more, that I've been more open to since learning more about modern fertility. It feels a little less of a big deal. It just feels like something you're doing to prepare for your future and to make sure that you are healthy and that you can have everything that you want out of life. Your results are delivered within 10 days from this test, and your personalized dashboard gives you insight. It'll tell you how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and any potential red flags. So in the event there is something you need to get addressed or looked at more, you can figure that out all on your own. You don't have to get doctors involved quite yet. You can also talk to a one-on-one fertility nurse or use the timeline tool to sort of plan ahead based on your results. So basically this exists because proactive testing through your doctor can cost over $1,000. $1,000. We've been talking about healthcare. We know nobody has that kind of money to spend on healthcare. And fertility is healthcare, let's remember. But you can get that same information at home for just $159 through Modern Fertility. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering you $20 off that price, off the test, when you go to modernfertility.com slash sup, modernfertility.com slash sup. So again, that's $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash sup. Last time, that's modernfertility.com slash sup, S-U-P. Do you want to talk about another time that... It seemed like someone was coming after Elizabeth. There's a few. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah let's Everybody go into, was ready. Should we go into her, like, the big um, Medicare for all dust up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So throughout, this seemed to be the biggest sort of fight of the night. I mean, basically, yeah. so for a long time, this conversation revolved around how is Elizabeth Warren going to pay for her Medicare for all plan? And she kind of didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Um after like repeated attempts to get her to answer. I mean, she did give an answer. Yeah. Of course. It was just not a yes or no answer and people were demanding a yes or no answer. Yeah, I um I think the it's interesting. I, I feel like this strategy from her is interesting. I, I read a take online yeah. that was basically like she's avoiding saying, Yes, you I will raise taxes because she knows the power of a sound bite and she knows that'll be pulled and used against her. But at the same time, like I feel like her caginess 
on the answer when like when people are like, are you going to raise taxes? And she's like, so let me explain. In my and, view. Yeah, so be, in my view. So to I'm be just, clear. So right. th- this is an interesting question. Right. And, I'm, and I'm just like, you got to just answer. And the thing is, Bernie does say. Bernie does answer. And he does yeah. say it. And since they're they're both fighting for the same plan, I kind of I know that she's trying to make this argument where she's like costs are going to go down. So like, you know, ultimately you're making less. But I feel like I feel like she actually can say we're going to raise your taxes, but the amount we're raising it is nothing compared to how much you're how much you're costing. Like people aren't as stupid right. as sometimes I the think candidates she should assume. Go just attack the question and yeah. be like, you're trying to ignore the fact that at the end of this, what I'm saying is that you will have more money to keep and less that you are spending. Yeah, like yeah. if your no taxes what, go up a hundred dollars, right, you're trying to frame this as I'm going to. I'm going to raise everyone's taxes. Like she could have had a real triumphant moment with that. I yeah, thought, and I, I thought she, like Bernie for whatever put it, reason didn't. Yeah, put it, Bernie put it. I thought really well when he was like, um, he he yeah he said your taxes will go up, but he's like why are or was it Warren who said this? I don't know. One of them said this. I don't understand why we are all fighting for something that is killing people every Bernie, day. Yeah, that yeah. was his. First and he was thing. like, he was like, there's millions of people who are uninsured. People who are dying because they have they can't afford insulin. Um, I don't know if it's millions, but you, you get the context. Yeah. And so it's like, she why just give that response? I know it feels like, uh, first of all, Bernie is at his absolute best when he's talking about this issue. Mm-hmm. He is like passionate. He's articulate, all of this stuff. So I'm just like, look, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's right over there. Just do, just do that. Like, he's doing it. it. You're playing. You're both fighting for the mm-hmm. same. He wrote the damn bill or yeah. whatever. You're fighting for it. I, I think that, um, okay, we get it, Bernie. You curse. You say, yeah, damn. I know. <laughs> like Ber- Bernie loves, he loves that moment. Yeah. I do think last night was his best debate. Yeah. We'll get into talking about each person individually, but I think last night was his best one. So a lot of, a lot of her like attack came from Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Um, Pete was. Pete was coming feisty. for yeah. And so we have that clip as well. So let's be clear. Whenever someone hears the term Medicare for all who want it, understand what that really means. It's Medicare for all who can afford it. And that's the problem we've got. Medicare for all is the gold standard. It is the way we get health care coverage for every single American. I don't think the American people are wrong when they say that what they want is a choice. And the choice of Medicare for all who want it, which is affordable for everyone because we make sure that the subsidies are in place, allows you to get that health care. It's just better than Medicare for all, whether you want it or not. And I don't understand why you believe the only way to deliver affordable coverage to everybody is to obliterate private plans. Yeah, he said there's he also went and said, like, your signature is to have a plan for everything except this. No plan has been laid out to explain how a multi-trillion dollar hole in this plan that Senator Warren is putting forward is supposed to get filled in. Yeah, he also I and mean, he like started this attack like a week ago. He yeah. started saying like Warren is evasive on this issue, which after they asked her, they went right to him and were like and he was like, look, she just did it again. Yeah. She was evasive on the issue. So I do think she needs to work on her answer. I think about it's effective this. when yeah. other candidates point out when another candidate doesn't answer the question. I yeah. will say this. The conversation before and after the debates are still about Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Everyone's like, I was watching the morning shows this morning and you know, Mary P was on some, Amy Klobuchar was on some, um, I think Kamala Harris was on some. 
Yes. And they were all asking them, do you think you went for Elizabeth Warren too hard? What is it about Elizabeth Warren? Blah, 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 yeah. Elizabeth Warren. And I'm like, she's still, she's kind of winning because you're talking about her. Yeah, I didn't think anything yeah. was particularly She like, fatal. I think, I think in the beginning, the Medicare for all debate was really hard. Um, Biden called her vague. I think as the night progressed, she was able to show that she didn't, I don't feel like she was flustered. At any no. Point. I yeah. don't feel like she ever like, when, when Kamala Harris came for Joe Biden in the first debate about the busing. Yeah. He seemed flushered. Yes. And you could tell something had happened in that moment. You know yeah. what I mean? I felt like that was missing a little bit. Yeah, where it felt like... I mean, a lot of people going into this debate were like, the we're going to have to see if Elizabeth Warren can take a punch. And yeah. I think that she can. I think her weakest moment was right at the beginning on this like Medicare tax question. But I don't... Again, I didn't feel like she got flustered or off kilter mm -hmm. or knocked out of sorts yeah there was anything. definitely which i had not really seen from her before like you knew she was deflecting and it's something that we sort of like are so accustomed to seeing from almost every other candidate maybe with the exception of bernie sanders i think he's usually pretty mm -hmm. has an answer yeah. to every question that he stands behind so it was just sort of jarring to sort of see her do that to not answer a question Especially yeah. like when, as we've discussed, we can like, like she should have just challenged the question. Yeah. yeah, I do think, I do think also it was, it was getting funny to me and my friends who were watching the debate, how she truly starts every answer with. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in my view, and I'm, just, I'm uh -huh. like, yeah. it's obviously, obviously that's not like bad or good. No, I was yeah. just like, if she says so yeah. one more time, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's so funny. Yeah. So I'm not going to answer the question. She did have, so she didn't get flustered, but there was a really tense exchange towards the end. Yeah. With Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was. We, well, yeah. Okay. So, so when the debate turned into the ability to get things done, Warren referenced her. Consumer Financial Protection Borough. Yes. Um, Amanda, what is that? So before Warren <laughs> ran, before Elizabeth Warren ran for Senate, she wrote about basically the idea for this borough in like a law article, and it sort of gained popularity. And she was eventually tapped to create it by Obama after the recession. Basically, like she did all of the hiring, she built it mm -hmm. from the ground up. Um, I think she did that for about a year. She did this with like a ton of opposition, like people in the White House opposed it. Ton like four like fifth. 44 Republicans wrote to Obama saying like she can't be the director as she was doing it people started to view her as like very partisan and kind of like too aggressive on going after banks the idea of it was to like basically help Americans misled by their mortgage mortgage mm -hmm. lenders who were tricked into signing on to things that they didn't mm -hmm. understand confused by yeah. things they were signing on to um, she wanted to go after payday lenders which are really an insidious force um, credit card companies just like I mean all this stuff this is not you hear the name and you're like oh yeah that sounds like something we need our banks yeah. really jerk us around after feel, about a year sorry go ahead. no I just I feel like the first viral Elizabeth yeah, Warren totally. moment we got like in the country was when her like yelling at the CEO of yeah. Wells Fargo right mm -hmm. there was like a very I just remember that clip going around of her being like you are a criminal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there was sort of a lot of that, that, you know, like even Obama, Obama was very progressive, but in the White House, he mm -hmm. was yeah. pretty measured. And so he had a lot of concerns. He ended up not nominating her to direct the agency that she built over a year and nominated mm -hmm. somebody else. And there are really sad stories about this where she like didn't even really show up to her own goodbye apart. Like this was very, very hard for her because mm -hmm. she had just, it had just been so politicized and basically people were like, we're not going to work with this group if Elizabeth is, if, if Senator, no, at the time, Professor Warren yes. is the one um, Doctor Warren. running it. But after that, that's what motivated her to run for Senate. Apparently, like when Obama was like, I can't help you with this, but you should run for Senate. 
Um, so she, like I said, the point of the story was that she built the thing from scratch, a thing that she, she wasn't given the opportunity to lead, which I feel like makes the fact that she built it like and then was kind mm-hmm. of let go. Like it, yeah. it, it's any it sort of challenge. Yeah, any sort of challenge to her role in that is going to be pretty, pretty mean. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's sort of what happened. So towards the end of the debate, it was I think Joe Biden brought this up, right? Saying like, I just want to talk about how I'm the one that's gotten things done. He does have a very long well, history in yeah. the Senate. She, she, she's she brings this up like this is what this I was able to do this right. and I did this. And he's like, well, he she mentioned me and like she did didn't really. No. Um, but so here's the clip. Let me she referenced me. Okay. I agreed with the great job she did. And I went on the floor and got you votes. I got votes for that bill. I convinced people to vote for it. So let's get those things straight, too. Senator Warren, do you want to respond? I am deeply grateful to President Obama, who fought so hard to make sure that agency was passed into law. And I am deeply grateful to every single person who fought for it and who helped pass it into law but understand you did a hell of a job in your job uh, thank uh, you (laughs) but understand this it was a dream big fight hard people told me go for something little go for something small go for something that the big corporations will be able to accept I said, no, let's go for an agency that will make structural change in our economy. I hated every minute of it. It was horrible. It it was really hard. I mean, he yelled at her. He yelled at her. Also, like, if you watch the clip, he's like pointing pointing at her. her. And also he's like, he's basically like, you didn't give me enough credit for your work. And then he gives her like a good job, girl, like at the end. To be clear, this wasn't in a conversation in the context of, whether who and who and who did not support this. It was yeah. just about like, here are the things that I did. And she just wanted she, to be like, here's a big thing that I did. It had nothing. To, she wasn't dismissing the things that he did. Bernie had just attacked him for things on his record that he had also mm-hmm. done. So it was just like a very bratty. And yeah, I mean, he, I don't, I do not like that temper. Mm-hmm. When I see that, it makes me very nervous. It's triggering. I it, feel it's like, triggering. I, feel I mean, like, yeah, I was, I would have cried if I were her. I hate lot, when men yell I feel at like me. a lot of women and a lot of people in general are used to having someone who is self-perceived to have more authority than them and feel like they're have more deserving to be where they yeah. are to try and take credit for someone else's work. Mm-hmm, right. I think a lot of women and minorities feel that way. And so when they see shit like that, it's yeah. like, oh, I've been yelled at like that by right. someone and or then, like right. trying to take credit for my when work. When he was like, congratulations, you did your job. Like condescending again. Right. Yeah, I right. don't know. That bothered you me. could say that to any of them touting any of their achievements. But yeah, that yeah. I mean, that was a mm-hmm. moment that I think I hope that we talk about more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that his temperament is like a, a problem. Yeah, I mean, I saw that move that clip going around on Twitter a lot with the commentary of like a lot of women have experienced yeah. this type of like trying to take credit for your work yeah. then dismissing your work in right. a very weird way and like just the anger behind right. it and like yeah. the condescension it just looked really bad it mm-hmm. looked really bad yeah are a lot of people talking about it today I was that's what i of, saw yeah, actually on it, yeah. yes Good. on on the website and you know i yeah i was reading that like there are there are a lot of hillary clinton voters that I think were really drawn to Hillary Clinton because of her sort of record and they knew her for so long. And I think 
that moment last night might have pulled some of them into Elizabeth Warren because there's there was a certain like woundedness about Hillary Clinton that I think a lot of women, especially like women like our mom's age that like related to or liked mm-hmm. something about that, like having to fight a lot. Having to fight. And for men, mm-hmm. like having these attitudes towards you. And so I was reading some sort of analysis that that moment might sort of Elizabeth Warren sort of had to have. It was her opportunity to react to something that we'd seen Hillary react to a lot and see how she would do it. And I thought it was pretty flawless. I mean, like I watched the clip a few times and she's completely unrattled by him yelling at her. And you can see Mm -hmm. her sort of like stop to collect herself and decide how she's going to respond. And a lot of people even related to that. Yeah. Of being of like her having to take that moment. Right. Like be like because you right. can't react how you want mm-hmm. to no you can't be like fuck you right. dude yeah. like obviously if, she right. can't. if you guys haven't seen the clip you can see him yelling and pointing at her. you can also see her do the oh, yeah like, i'm gonna answer without blowing my fucking yeah that will cost me like ability points if yeah. i snap exactly at him, like, right snapped at me like if she did the same thing and started screaming at joe biden and like pointing in his face well okay yeah amanda you talked about this the three front runners, the three top contenders yeah. is an old man who hasn't really, you know, come forward with any huge policy proposals other than he thinks he's the best person to fix, uh, to beat Donald Trump. Yeah. And a man who's had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It, and it, Biden it, is embroiled in controversy. And if you can't say sexism at this yeah. point, like, come on. For sure. I think it's like people don't regard her as like in the same category or genre of candidate. Like, yeah. I like... If she were another 70, if she were 70 year old white man, she would be soaring ahead. I believe that. And I try not to just like wield sexism casually because it's like it's like money. It loses value the more that you Mm -hmm. sort of claim it, even though it's pretty much embedded everything we do. But it's like, why is like based on the other two candidates? I mean, I I think I only say this because Bernie is pretty radical and he just had a heart attack, Mm -hmm. which and we'll talk about this too. Based on last night seems to like have not affected him at all. So like, yeah, it's like you have a candidate. You have basically two 80 year olds. One of them, his heart just gave out. And being president, I've heard is a hard job. (laughs) Biden, we're going to have this year of him. We're not only going to have a year of him like of Trump talking about Ukraine, as I was also thinking this last night. And it's like. I don't want to cover a Biden presidency. Mm-hmm. He's going to be bumbling. I mean, so let's talk about how Biden Biden's performance yeah. generally. I found him to be, I wrote down um, last night. It's not as funny now, but I, was, I wrote down Joe Biden needs to make like Simone Biles and stick a landing because yeah. he like literally, like he starts to talk and it's like his, he gets ahead. It's like, he's like a, like a dysfunct like a robot. And he just sort of like yeah blows a fuse because he like can't catch up to himself. Like at one point he was like, and I want to bring an end to Roe v. Wade. And I know these things are all like, they're not all Freudian slips. They're sometimes like just like he just mm-hmm. got confused in his yeah. head. But people sometimes like interpret them as actual slips. I mean, the thing he said about like rich kids and black kids, that was like, oh, that's definitely a sign of an internal bias. But I found him to be like kind of a bumbling mess. I just, yeah, I feel like he doesn't finish right. He's, a yeah, sentence. He gets lost and then he's like, well, you know. Well, I, yeah, like you, like you're like watching the two of them speak. Obviously, I prefer Biden Joe Biden. Joe, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I had to watch the two of them try and like, have oh a debate. Oh my god! I would be like, "What the fuck are these people saying?" I actually right. think it would be insane to watch yeah. the two of them. <laughs> it wouldn't speak make any sense. Other. Neither of them fin like they actually both do kind of the same thing, which is like they have a starting point, right? And then at the end, I'm like, "Oh my god, how did we right. get here? <laughs> what right. what happened in the middle?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You feel like I feel it's so crazy, right? And sometimes you can like 
as you're going back, you're like, oh, I see. He's going right. here because of this, but he forgot to like, right. he never says mm-hmm. like the connecting thought between mm-hmm. the places that he's gone. Exactly. Right, right. And yeah. I don't know. Which man. is funny because a lot of people are saying this is his best debate performance yet. And I think that's partly because he didn't have to defend himself as much. Yeah. And he yeah. tends to be caught off guard, like we were saying, where I think Elizabeth Warren had prepared for these attacks. Yeah. I don't think she weathered all of them perfectly, but... Yeah, I think he. I think people are saying that because he just wasn't attacked that much. He seems I mean. flustered when the moderators ask him a question. Any like, question? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's running for president? Me? And I'm just I didn't, like, what's going on? I didn't on? win yet. I'm just like, what? I don't oh man! Know. And then after the debate, it came out that he is not raising very much money. That's why he didn't announce how much money he was raising. Okay, that's what I was it's wondering. I was like, why are we finding this out now? I guess he had just released it. Well, I, mean, you ha- ended, I think you had to release it. Yeah, yeah. He ended um, September with just $9 million. Um, he spent more than he raised. So he ended the September the quarter with $9 million. Uh, Sanders has 33.7, Warren 25, uh, Buttigieg 23, and Senator and Harris has 10.5. So that's kind of wild for a front runner. Mm-hmm. He's not really raising that much Who's- money. And he's he's raising money from very wealthy people. Large yeah, and donors, he, exactly. Yeah. He's one of the ones who hasn't said they won't take gifts from large donors. And then we have Bernie, who's like the number one yeah. no gifts from large donor guys, who's at 33.7 million. Warren also does no like big corporate yeah. donors. She's at 25. So it's like, I know. Dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, when we did the bonus episode with um, Marissa Cabus, I think we talked about how, Money, the main function of money is it helps buy you name recognition over time. Yeah. And he already has that and Mm -hmm. he doesn't need to buy it. I think it's a bad. So it's like, I mean, I guess that's the case for why it's okay. He doesn't have that much money, but it doesn't explain why he hasn't raised it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think about people. Obviously, Elizabeth Warren has a lot of support surging in the polls, all this stuff. You think about Bernie Sanders, who is known for better or for worse of having very fanatic followers and then who are the joe biden stands like who are the people who are like (laughs) i joe biden is the man for me he's Mm -hmm, the only one who can do it like i feel like there are people who are like oh i feel like joe biden's a good choice or i know who he is or i like him but like i know does he have passionate like I have not met one. No, I. It, well, that's what bring that brings up the conversation of it's like, do we Joe Biden? People say Joe Biden's the one to to win, beat Trump, whatever. Um, but is he really going to bring out the yeah. base to vote? No, enthusiasm brings people out. Obviously, I will vote for whoever gets the nomination. Yes. But I'll say personally, having watched all of this, he's the number one one that I would be concerned coming mm-hmm. out of this. Like, I actually yeah, boy, see right. a path for a lot of these candidates to win the presidency and like and to have a really awesome campaign he's the one that makes me feel the most concerned and it's it was before the ukraine stuff now with the ukraine stuff it's more than that but it's because he watching him on a stage with donald trump i think part of it is going to be drawing a contrast and i'm like you can't totally yeah, yeah you're you're obviously saying very different things and your politics are very different but like if you can't like land an attack because you're getting flustered yeah. and you can't like finish a sentence, like how if if he got as freaked out as we saw him get when Kamala came after him on busing, what is he going to do when Donald Trump is like, your son's an alien who ate the moon? And like, and he's <laughs> just, like it's not going to it's not yeah. going to work. Right, yeah. right, right. Or not be able to sort of like control how he responds like he did with Warren and then give Trump even more ammunition. Mm hmm. I mean, Trump's going to be a bastard to whoever it is, and it's going to be unfair, and it's going to be 
a grueling, brutal fight and way harder for whoever the Democrat is than if we had like a sane person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, we have to accept that and then nominate somebody who is best equipped to handle it. Um, moving on. Next candidate. Bernie. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Shall we talk about Bernie? We've talked about him a little bit. Yeah. Um, he seemed healthy. <laughs> he he seemed healthy and well. Yeah. I think they did ask him like how and he was like, I'm fine. And then he like went on to something else. He was yeah. like, I still yeah. want to if you're because he was like, well, if you're going to ask me a question, I'd like to go back to this other topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was, it was cute where everyone was like, yay. Bernie. And then they clapped for him. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. That was nice. Uh, I feel like this was his best debate. I think he did really well, especially obviously on Medicare for all. That's his like. Yeah. strongest and i feel like he came out strong because he didn't do anything differently than he always does but after everyone sort of piled on warren for not explaining mm-hmm. how she would pay for it and he was like well i know how i'd pay for mine yeah. as i have been saying and then it was like oh good for him like he explained how he was going to do it and he laid it out in a way that i found acceptable i also kind of expected him to go directly after warren more and he yeah. did not and i don't I, think they did i don't think all. i think they Even though they're ultimately competing for each other's people. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I feel like Bernie is not trying to. I I think he's going all in on trying to be like, I'm the real progressive candidate. Like, I am the progressive candidate. We just found out today that like AOC and the whole squad is going to endorse him over Mm -hmm. the weekend. So I think he's like eschewing the idea of trying to seem moderate to anyone, leaning all in and being like, I'm the progressive candidate. This I'm a is a, yeah, yeah, like I'm a socialist. This is actually where the American people are and that's what I'm doing. So like with that, I feel like his strategy is more to take voters from Warren than from Biden. Right. So I was interested that he didn't launch any direct attacks against her in the same way that like a lot of the more moderate candidates came with like yeah. yeah. I wonder if he would maybe plan to, but he had a chance to draw the distinction yeah. during that pile. Yeah. And he's recently said um, of Elizabeth Warren because Elizabeth Warren says like I am a capitalist I am a capitalist yeah. and he has said I'm not yeah. and I wonder if that's maybe what she didn't want to sort of because cons- if you're going to say we're going to we're going to have a completely government run healthcare system it's kind of hard to say after that that you're also a capitalist yeah. just to some to a large group of people yeah um I did enjoy the... He did go after Joe Biden. Yeah. Yes. That's oh, yeah, for sure. I loved that. And so uh, around the same time as when um, the whole exchange between Biden and Warren happened, Biden was talking about the things that he had gotten done. And then like he was like, yeah, you got all these things done, Joe. But you also... So Sanders said, Joe, you talked about working with Republicans and getting things done. But you know what? You also got done. And I say this as a good friend. You got the disastrous war in Iraq done. You got a bankruptcy bill, which is hurting middle class families all over this country. You got trade agreements like NAFTA and trade relations with China done, which have cost us four million jobs. It's like, you're my friend, but you're a yeah. fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, I remember you that moment. Four million I was jobs. Like, I was like, whoa. Because yeah, before a- that, like, I think when Biden was saying, he was like, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but I feel like I've done the most shit. Yeah, that exactly. I've done whole- more than anyone else has. Right. That right. was his whole thing was like, I've gotten things done i've done all this stuff. i've been i've spent hours with putin and again i'm like well elizabeth warren got the consumer finance protection yeah. bureau done except Bernie, he helped me bernie's been in government like right. the whole yeah. time has, you yeah. have bernie's yeah. basically <laughs> changed the democratic platform yeah I know. and biden's like main years. response which i'm generally sympathetic to is like you've been in government that long you're gonna you're gonna have unpopular things you've done but yeah. like Bernie's record seems to be pretty consistent with what he mm-hmm. says today. It's kind yeah. of, I think that that's, 
I don't think that necessarily means that like Biden's wrong about that. I think it's just like Bernie's had a pretty spectacularly consistent. Career. Yeah, it's hard for that. Like I see Biden's argument and I am sympathetic to yeah. Biden's argument, but it's hard for him to make it standing next totally. to Bernie Sanders, who has the basically the same amount of time and is like unwavering in his beliefs. Like back in the day when Bernie was like, First running in Vermont, he would make all of his campaign signs red because he wanted people to know he was a socialist. Like yeah. he, this the man is consistent. Yes, the man is consistent. <laughs> like yeah. there are like yeah. pictures of him getting arrested at like civil rights demonstrations as like mm-hmm. a young a young Bernard. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like it's so funny because whenever I like look for gifts of him, there's one where it's just like him, his face evolving over age. It's, I look at that like every time. <laughs> <laughs> you you can picture you Bernie him. Sanders' full evolution. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he had a great night because like, I didn't learn anything new about Bernie Sanders last night, but every attack against Elizabeth Warren allowed him to sort of elucidate the parts of his platform that he's very confident about, like his wealth tax. Like He has a very similar one he's proposing to Elizabeth Warren, but since Warren was the target last night, his was kind of I mean I guess they they sort of confronted the whole idea about it but yeah yeah do we want to talk about Pete and then I'm gonna have to go I have a doctor's appointment it it's happens. therapy Healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mental health is imagine if we were like no nope. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah everyone's like um wow yeah. uh I have in that line Pete Buttigieg first bullet great night <laughs> <laughs> Did he was feisty though? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember thought, when Cory Booker was like, "Don't be mean." Yeah. yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, "Cory Booker is the debate police," and totally, it made me laugh because totally, yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely so Marianne Corey's wasn't role. there, so somebody had to be like the love the one. candidate. Yeah. He strikes me, and more I hear him talk, as less real. If that makes sense, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Like more and more, like this is like I mean, Beto Rick kind of got onto this, but he's like. This is what the polls are saying. So I'm going to shift my strategy to what the polls are saying. Yeah. yeah. This is what the, the like people are. My team is telling me. So yes. I'm going to do what my team is telling me. Whereas like when he first came out, we were like, oh, he's a progressive. He's like uh, Kamala Harris and Elizabeth yeah. Warren and like similar to Bernie yes. Sanders. And now it's like he's really not coming right. off as a progressive. I mean, anymore. when when Biden was leading, he was sort of like aligning himself more with the progressive candidates at his heels while always saying that he was more in the middle. And now I think he's trying to be like, I'm the alternative moderate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the person that if you, if what a moderate, if what you want is a moderate, I'm definitely a better choice than Joe Biden, which yeah. I could agree with that. Yeah. I feel like Bernie and Liz are so strong on the progressive wing that like Pete yeah, just doesn't no see a place no for room. him there. So he's shifted his strategy. trying to get over there. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't. More on him later. I- <laughs> I'm sad I'm going to miss that conversation. <laughs> you talk about um, Well, he's my favorite candidate, and I am voting for right, him. Right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have donated all my money to billionaire Tom Steyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that Pete clearly had a really good debate, but at the same time for me, like, some of the feistiness turned me off, and some of, like, his attacks beforehand turned me yeah. off. Like, when they were like, Mayor Pete, you said that... <laughs> That Beto is only doing gun control to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah, he okay. Said that, he said that on that Monday. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Which wow. Actually, we have actually have a clip of that exchange. Yeah, that exchange was testy. Uh, Pete and Beto. Yesterday, you referred to mandatory buybacks as confiscation and said that Congressman O'Rourke has been 
picking a fight to try to stay relevant. Your response on guns. Well, Congressman, Congressman, you just made it clear that you don't know how this is actually going to take weapons off the streets. If you can develop the plan further, I think we can have a debate about it. But we can't wait. People are dying in the streets right now. We can't wait for universal background checks that we finally have a shot to actually get through. We can't wait to ban the sale of new weapons and high-capacity magazines so we don't wind up with millions more of these things on the street. We can't wait for red flag laws that are going to disarm domestic abusers and prevent suicides, which are not being talked about nearly enough as a huge part of the gun violence epidemic in this country. We cannot wait for purity tests. We have to just get something done. This, this, uh, this is not a purity test. This is, this is a country that loses 40,000 of our fellow Americans every year to gun violence. This is a crisis, and we've got to do something about it. And those challenges that you described are not mutually exclusive to the challenges that I'm describing. I want to make sure we have universal background checks and red flag laws and that we end the sale of these weapons of war. But to use the analogy of health care, it would be as though we said, look, we're, we're for primary care, but let's not talk about <coughs> mental health care because that's a, a bridge too far. P people need that primary care now, so let's save that for another day. No, let's decide what we are going to believe in, what we are going to achieve, and then let's bring this country together in order to do that. Listening to my fellow Americans. Um, wow. Yeah. They like, they, they basically were just like, Beto O'Rourke really just called him out for being, saying like, how, like, kind of like, how dare you? Yeah. I, so when Pete initially launched that attack, I was like, I was like, oh, that's a hard hit on Beto. Mm -hmm. But his response was like, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. And then I was like, oof, you're right. Yeah. Like, that is disrespectful to all of the people who are, all the activists who are working on this issue to mm -hmm. be like, you're silly. That's silly. Like, yeah. You're yeah. just totally. doing this to be popular. When I think Beto's, Beto's flip to gun violence and like that part of his campaign honestly invigorated his campaign because yeah. it was so genuine. Yeah. Like right, because it, it was in real. El Paso. I just yeah. think it's an odd hill to, to die on. Like, for, for, Mayor why, Pete. for Mayor yeah. Pete. Why why pick this up? You know That's what I mean? That's how I felt about a lot of his stuff, which was like... <clears throat> I think he came prepared. He's a very articulate person. Like his per like performance-wise, he was great, but in the, yeah. uh, but at the end I just felt like I was like, really? Like this yeah. is the hill you're going to die on? Mm -hmm. Really? Like you're going to stand for private health insurance companies? Who are these people yeah. that love their private insurance so much? Not Who are they? No one. Yeah, it was like they they definitely identified vulnerabilities in other candidates I'm just not sure there were strategic vulnerabilities like yeah I don't think that people there are that many um democratic leaning voters who are like I love Elizabeth Warren I just really wish I could keep my AR-15 that person is and Be Beto said last night I had never heard this and I confirmed it this morning there are 16 million AR-15s in this country That's I am so more alarming. scared today than I am than I was yesterday. Yes, I think the Beto needs to around. work on his answer about how the gun buyback will work. I think sure. that he came off as a little like having not really knowing mm -hmm. what the deal but he is. He did make the point where he's like, "Well, we don't go door to door to enforce any of our laws. Like nobody's knocking on my door trying to take my weed. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's up to me if I want to hand it over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pete's right. I'm not gonna. Yeah, and then if you get caught with it, you're in trouble. Right, exactly. depending on what state you're in and the laws and yeah. how mm -hmm. much it is and I whether have, the cop yeah. is cool. I have, many, <laughs> I have many of the of the privileges that will probably make that not happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, it was weird. Guys, Au I'm going to have to step out. The only other thing I wanted to say about the debate is that 
I don't think that Tulsi Gabbard should be there. Right. Mm-hmm. But she looks fantastic and I would watch her makeup tutorial really if she did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, all, right. all right. I'll listen to the rest of the episode. Here okay. you guys have to say. Okay. Bye, so everyone. Bye. Today's episode of the Betcha Sub podcast is brought to you by Beta Brand. What is Beta Brand? It's stylish, comfortable work attire. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are super comfy, perfectly stretchy, and they stay wrinkle free. They have a crowdfunding platform that gives you a voice in deciding tomorrow's fashion today. Anyone can join in the community brainstorm that brings new Beta Brand styles to life. And you'll even get up to 30% off every time you fund a new design. Whatever your style is, Beta Brand has it. Like boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, premium denim, six button, and wide leg. Choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles, including a pair with pockets. I know how hard it is for ladies to find comfortable pants with pockets, and I feel for you. I do not have that problem. Thank but you, Brian. Yes, you are welcome. I am a feminist. Yeah, I've tried bra- lots of brands like these, and not all of them are actually as comfortable as they claim to be. I love beta brand ones. I live in them. All mine are dirty. And so today, as I was getting ready to come into work, I had sweatpants on with my white button up. Um, <laughs> like legit sweatpants. They're not like beta brand sweatpants. They're sweatpants. Because beta brand pants are legit pants. These are not pants that I'm wearing. I forgot to take them off. I'm wearing a like a like crisp Oxford button up with like... With my like old gap body see-through gray pants and they have, you know, little little pink speckles from when I've used bleach around them. And this would not have been a problem with Beta Brand, Brian. I feel for you. <laughs> so you've got to try a pair of these pants from Beta Brand. Trust me, you'll love them. And you can get 20% off at betabrand.com slash sup. Go to betabrand.com slash sup for 20% off. See for yourself why millions of women agree these are the most comfortable dress pants ever. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash sub. Yeah. Um, okay. Where do we go next? So, so more on Beto in general. He had a fine night, but he's, like I said, like I didn't really learn anything new about him last night. I guess if, I feel like last night probably hurt him more than helped him in the sense that Pete's yeah. attacks, even though as we just discussed, they weren't super, they didn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. They seemed effective in the moment. And mm-hmm. that's what really matters. Um, uh, similar to what Elise just said as she exited, Tulsi Gabbard, she kind of just doesn't tell the truth. She, um, you know, she embellishes quite a bit. Yeah. She, she did had get, a heated exchange with Pete too, right? Yeah. So he, they talked about, you know, he, so she keeps using this term like regime change wars. Yeah. And it's, and so it's like, she said it, I think she said it like 12 times right. last night or something. Um, and so she's like, no more endless wars. No wars at all. No soldiers in the Middle East. No, no people anywhere. But then Pete is like, the re- we didn't. What are you have, doing? What, yeah. are you, what, what are you talking about? We the reason the Kurds oh, are being right. slaughtered in Syria right now is because we had like, a, like we didn't have that many troops there. Right. That was not. It's a lie to say that what's what what the U.S. is. Yeah, his spon- response on that was really good. Syria, our, our regime and, change. I found the way that he described that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm obviously very sympathetic to why what's happening is terrible. But he was like, this was an instance where him describing it a lot of what Pete says because he's a veteran it carries more weight but this was an answer where his expertise having had that job really made me sort of like understand it more when he was like you know when I go out there and I have an American flag on my uniform I'm less safe now because we've did this like Mm -hmm. like and I think Cory Booker said we want to be like the everyone's best friend and their worst enemy like Mm -hmm. when I'm out there and I'm you know there are I'm in danger 
like we're in more danger now because now the flag on my shirt doesn't say that you know we're true to our vows and yeah. and, our, and our promises. She also like also people were like, "What do you can you explain your Syria position?" And then she was like, "Well, the media is mean to me." She was like, "As she was like, well, as a veteran, I should be respected." And she called it the New York Times and CNN, which were both hosting the debate. She talked about like she claimed the New York Times. Um, is alleging that she's a Russian asset, which is not at all true. Mm. I read this this story that the Times published over the weekend, I think, and it was like, it was very interesting. It was pointing out where there are sort of like Russian efforts to amplify her campaign on social media that she has nothing to do with. I think yeah. her, like, she's, no one's saying she's a Russian spy. That's just a fact if you look at yeah. the, she has this draw with a lot of Trump people because of her isolationist views. Yeah, and Russians love her because if we mm-hmm. are just like, let's leave everything alone, then they can do what they want. They exactly. have big ambitions. Um, and that's a fact that I mean, she's doing what Donald Trump is doing, which is ignoring the fact that this is happening. Mm-hmm. No one is claiming that she is participating, that yeah. she is abetting it, that she likes it. But also nobody is saying, yeah, that she's like complicit and is asking for help. So it was yeah. a very bizarre, a very bizarre reaction. So we talked about Amy Klobuchar a bit. Um she t- is another moderate who took shots at Warren. She seemed to have the same agenda as Mayor Pete. Yeah. What about Booker? Um, Booker brought up the fact that he was a vegan twice. twice. Um, <laughs> the second one was really funny. He was like, Ted Cruz is a meat-eating Texan, and I'm a vegan. I was like, I would think your differences are bigger than that. For some like, reason, I had a feeling he was going to bring up Ted Cruz. I have really? no idea why. Yeah. I was like, oh, because of this stupid-ass question that was last. Oh, yeah. Um, Please tell us about a friend that you would an unlikely friendship that you have. Like I really, was, I was nervous. I was like, "Is somebody about to get canceled?" Oh uh, yeah. He gave a lot of answers. He was like, "Also, my Republican governor, and also senator that the senator that I go to Bible study with." He mm-hmm. just was listing them all. He uh, was the Marianne Williams of this debate. Yeah. Um, and after Pete had like gone for Elizabeth Warren, he kind of was like, "That's not cool." Um, right. But he did have some really good responses about reproductive health and women's rights. Um, well, that he brought up himself because those questions actually weren't even asked. Um, they were asked towards the end, but they hadn't been asked yet. Oh, OK. And that's why the moderators were like, because even we there had been a lot of talk recently ahead of this debate, ahead of all debates, really. That's like, why? Why don't they ask about this? When are they going to ask about this? And so I think the moderators were like wanted to like, do not steal our thunder. We are asking about this in the mm-hmm. third hour. So mm-hmm. I think so they Kamala Harris actually was the first to bring that up. We'll come back to Booker in this context. So she brought up abortion, I think, in the context of the Medicare for all discussion. I'm sure Elizabeth Warren was like, thanks, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just talk about actual like medical procedures. Um, you know, she said that because it had come up so infrequently was outrageous and then sort of injected into the conversation. We have that clip, right? Mm-hmm. This is the sixth debate we have had in this presidential cycle and not nearly one word with all of these discussions about health care on women's access to reproductive health care, which is under full on attack in America today. And it's outrageous. There are states that have passed laws that will virtually prevent women from having access to reproductive health care. And it is not an exaggeration to say women will die. Poor women, women of color will die because these Republican legislatures in these various states who are out of touch with America are telling women what to do with our bodies. Women are the majority of the population in this country. People need to keep their hands off of women's bodies and let women make the decisions about their own lives. 
That was great. That was great. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty. I think it was a little bit of a performance, but mm-hmm. also felt really. Um, she didn't get a lot of time. It felt like. I feel like I didn't. No, hear I barely a lot saw her. her. She was one where whenever she did talk, I was like, oh, I forgot she was here, yeah. which sucks because Kamala is like one of my favorites. It was odd. It was odd how she picked a fight with Elizabeth Warren about yeah, not demanding really Trump to be taken off Twitter. It was yeah. weird. It was. It was a weird. She was like, like are that, you gonna, is that the one you prepped or like? Yeah, she's like, why won't you? Why yeah. won't you join me in demanding Twitter kick off Donald Trump? And she was like, no. Right. And then <laughs> it was like, and then she kept saying it and then like doing that smirk thing she right. does where yeah. it's like, hmm, like you know what I mean? Like, right. she, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. But she brought up reproductive rights and eventually, so she and Booker brought it up early. And so Booker basically, a few. Beats later, I think Booker was like, yeah, women shouldn't be the only ones talking about this. Women are people. Thanks, Corey. And um, sort of rattled off what what he would do and why it's important. So we did get I, I actually appreciated the CNN, the anchors um, who were Aaron Burnett, Anderson Cooper and national editor for The New York Times. His name is Mark Lacey. They basically brought up the question like and pushed the candidates to recognize that like if states and then the courts eliminate abortion access, it comes to the president or Congress. Like, wh- what are you willing to do, like, in an emergency scenario like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so people like Castro, Booker, Gabbard, and Klobuchar, and Biden said they'd codify Roe v. Wade, which I don't really understand how that's not done yet. Harris said that basically all and any changes to abortion access would go through her Justice Department, through preclearance, and Booker said he would open an office of reproductive freedom in the White House. And then there was sort of a prolonged discussion about court packing that is for... We should do a bonus on that. It's very interesting. It is, yeah. On um, yeah, but I appreciate. I thought that was a um, a good way for the for the moderators to ask the question and something that like we deserve to have mm-hmm. an answer for because it's possible that preserving the right to abortion could fall onto the next president. Um, I feel like Julian Castro didn't contribute much to anything. No, I don't really have one single thing to say about his performance. Yeah. I did like his line about um, Trump. Releasing ISIS ISIS, but caging children on the border. Right, that that was definitely one of like the big lines of the night. Um, Billionaire executive Tom Steyer. I don't feel really the need to talk about him too much. Yeah, Um, if were some unthinkable tragedy to befall every candidate on the stage, I would vote for Tom Steyer. uh, I might vote for him over Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, I could see that. He was like, I just thought it was funny, and I said this before that like. They kept referring to him as the only billionaire yes. on stage, as if that billionaires are like a meaningful um, percent of the population yeah. that have, deserve representation. Like yeah. everyone deserves representation. But it was like, you know, you usually say that but like the only woman, the only black person, yeah. like, the only billionaire. <laughs> He's a standalone. Yeah, it was very, that was a little odd. Um, bizarre. But yeah, Yang. nice to meet you. Andrew Yang can get a great night. The Yang gang is very strong. <laughs> Yesterday I was like doing some... Um, like de- debate preview on the Instagram. And it just so happened that the way that I was like explaining what I was lo- looking out for excluded Yang and Cory Booker and then maybe like one other person because I was just like talking about people at the top and the bottom and what I thought might happen. So I didn't like intentionally exclude Andrew Yang. It just happened. Like I didn't realize that I had covered anyone but him and I didn't really know what to ex- expect from him. They came for you. I was come for. <laughs> Very politely, and people were right. They were like, he's actually doing really great in the polls. And it just was like, uh, coincidentally. But yeah, his people are out there, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they're happy after last night. Everyone was putting out the math pen, which he wears all the time. I know. I um, guess it was more like in your face for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, he keeps talking about his universal basic income plan. Um, 
I thought it was interesting that even some other candidates were like, yeah, that's a thing that could happen. Yeah. Well, it's like Elizabeth Warren pointed out, it's like, that's very, it reminds me of Social Security. Right, right. Yeah, um, totally. And they, he, he brought up automation, which I think which I think brought on a big conversation totally. about big tech and breaking up Facebook, Amazon, Google, et cetera. And he was definitely like, that evolved into a bigger conversation that he was clearly the most um, educated person on stage on, I thought. Yeah. Um, so. I think he could make, I think maybe actually he already had, he had. Uh, I think sorry, Yang Gang. Day. He has already qualified. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not erasing Andrew Yang. I love Andrew Yang. Yeah, I think he'll be there in November. Yeah, so the four that have not yet qualified are Tulsi Gabbard, Beto, Amy Klobuchar, mm-hmm. and Tulian Castro. Mm-hmm. Um, Marianne Williamson's still fighting. Yeah. She's, she's not... She did not apparate onto the stage. No, yet. there are still 19 candidates, I believe. Yeah, okay. We're not going to talk about all 19. Do you want to no. do our ranking? Sure. The ranking system we usually do. Let me get. Uh, this is actually my first post post debate. Oh podcast, my god! Though. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we've been we've been trying to rank them for like our personal thing and then oh, share oh. it with each other. So okay. like who did best to worst? Oh my god! This is gonna be harder today. It's always been a little harder because I felt like uh, Elizabeth Warren always like kind of like snuck through unscathed. Yeah. But she did not. Let me think who I did the worst. Um, let's see. I'm going best to worst. Best to worst? Okay. I guess I'll do best to worst. I mean worst to best. Best to worst. I don't know what that means. Um, okay. Almost done. Um, so should I, go, should I go best to worst? Yeah. Okay. So I think that Bernie Sanders did the best. Do you agree? Yep. That's what I had. I, and then I put Amy Klobuchar. I put Buttigieg. Okay. I put... Um, and then I put Buttigieg as three. And yeah, then so I put, you and I swapped. Yeah, and then I put Warren as four, just because I felt like she like was a topic of conversation. Yeah, I did too. Oh, okay, there we go. I don't need to explain myself. <laughs> Harris, five. I don't know why I did that. But anyways, Biden, who'd you have for five? Yang. Okay, I had Biden as six. I See, I love Andrew Yang. Give <laughs> me a fucking break. Just kidding. Seven, Booker. Eight. Um, I had O'Rourke. Seven. I, wow, look at us. Yeah. I had Booker for seven. Nice. Nine Yang for me. Is that where you had Biden? I had Biden at six. Oh, okay. Um, Tom Steyer at 10, just because like now yeah. we know who he is. Castro, 11, because he didn't really do much. And then Gabbard, 12. Yeah, you and I basically had the same, except I put Harris pretty low. I just, for her past, I put her at eight. Um, yeah. I, I th- don't know. I love her the most. Not the most. I don't have a favorite. Well, actually, I might. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like I don't know why I put her so high. But. Comparatively, like she did great. But for what she needed to do, she needed to have a Buttigieg Klobuchar yeah. moment. And I just didn't think she did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I had I had Gabbard at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Way at the bottom. And it worked pretty low. I would be shocked if we we hear from Tulsi and Beto that much more. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, we'll be back to our regular sketch programming next week. Yeah. Um, lots of impeachment to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, if that's still happening, obviously, and other things, Turkey, Syria. Yeah. You know. Make sure you sign up for the Betches Up newsletter so you can get all that information. Um, and yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. Listen to us on Spotify. It really helps us grow and get great guests. Um, yeah. Until the end of democracy. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. I'm Amanda Duberman. And this has been the Betches Up Podcast.
Betches.